On this episode, we revisit a trip to Austin, Texas a couple weeks back with my friend and travel partner, Mr. Steve Seitner. Hey everybody. Atlas All Access starts now. Okay, so Mr. Seitner, welcome back. Thanks for having me. So uh, I not butchered this too bad the first time through. Huh? No, no, you did okay. Yeah. You did okay. <laughs> it wasn't one of our mower watched videos, but you yeah. know, you did you did fine. I'm just kidding, of course. So let's talk about this. So a couple weeks back, uh, you and I went down to Austin, Texas, to great the. City. I, it was a great city. I was really surprised how awesome it was yeah, down it's, there. It's like San Diego, but without the ocean. I, it was fantastic. Yes. Loved it. Yeah. So we went to the North American the. SIA North American Executive Forum. That's a mouthful. <laughs> you got it down though. That's a lot. So staffing industry analyst is the governing body. I think they're kind of like the premier resource or, or, or maybe not governing body because they're not like issuing, you know, the ability to keep our doors open or regulating our ability to do work. But I think they keep uh, track. They're kind of like the keep everybody honest body of the staffing world maybe is a better way to put it. And they deal with all types of staffing. Yeah, there's a lot more out there than just healthcare. Engineering, um, STEM, mm -hmm. uh, accounting, yeah, skilled labor. We had to, we had to Google on. what STEM was when yeah, we like were there. science, technology, engineering, mechanics, or something like that. You I remembered, think. that's I awesome. <laughs> we had to Google so STEM. that. Yeah. STEM, up and coming. In my world, it's just us, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it, just- it, it, That's not for us. We're healthcare and, and right. true to that. So. Right. But it was good to get out and visit with other companies out there in, not only in our industry, but in just staffing in general, and get an idea of kind of where the road is going and what it looks like, not only next year, but in 2021 and 2025 and you know down the road. Yeah. So let's get into that a little bit. One, why did we go? Like, I think that's, that's an important question that, why did we spend money? Why did Atlas spend money for us to go down? And besides just riding bird scooters all over Austin <laughs> and eating tacos, why did we go? Yeah, I think uh, as we're sitting in our seventh year in existence, um, we're kind of finding that we do have our feet underneath us. And I think up until this point, we've been a very reactionary company and kind of just rolled with the waves, per se, as mm -hmm. they've come in. And I think trying to start doing some more of these things is, is just trying to be a little bit more educated, have a little more skin in the game and start making some decisions, maybe in a little more proactive manner. Mm -hmm. um, when we go to these things, these are the people who make all of their money by simply being able to hopefully predict the future a little bit right. with respect to staffing trends, uh, technology trends, and I think getting in there and, and hearing what they have to say, uh, they believe are possible threats or changes to the future will help us make decisions and make our company better going forward. Mm -hmm. So I think that's mainly why we went down there to participate. And I think just from my standpoint too, from as a as a owner, as one of the owners of Atlas, it was important to get out and and really understand what other owners are thinking too. Yeah. And what I found, and this kind of goes into my next question, is what did we learn? What what I found there was some of them are who we thought they were. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And then, and, and not that that's bad. Yeah. It's just the perception is reality and that's how it is. But I think on the flip side. 
On the flip side, there are some pretty amazing companies out there. Absolutely. We connected with some unbelievable people. Yeah. And and I that was the most valuable part to me. Yeah, I think coming home with some resources, just some like-minded people. Um, and I know it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It might catch people off guard to think that, hey, maybe we're, we're talking behind the scenes with people who we compete with every day for nurses, for jobs. Uh, might not make a whole lot of sense. I think people coming from another industry uh, would knock their head on the wall when they hear that's going on. Yeah. But we do have you know a nice little group of companies that that we believe in have, have a good goal in mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just stuff in pockets. You know, right? Ha- have have good intentions um, and look at things in a similar fashion, but are also willing to challenge each other. Um, you know, mm-hmm. especially when you're kind of talking about the owner of a company. Um, going to these things, a lot of times people won't give you feedback. So when you're sitting in a room with peers, other owners of companies, Mm -hmm. and they're hearing your ideas and tearing them apart, I think that can only make you better if you're at least receptive mm-hmm. to hearing what they have to say and looking at your internal processes. So some of those, some of those, you know, evening, later night discussions we had, right, where, where it's just, it's just all of us sitting around, and you have me and you and another owner, and then the CFO from from that guy's company around. The exchange of ideas and the exchange of just just general information was eye opening to much me. So it it really was, and I brought back a ton of good ideas. Like, how did we not think of that? Yeah, and, and I'm sure they brought back the same thing too. Like some of the feedback I received just through text messages and emails later was, you know, it was awesome to meet you guys. We never would have gone this route, but I'm going to give this a shot now. Like, I'm going to try this kind of thing. And it's, like I said, it's like-minded companies. It's companies that think very much like Atlas, where they put the nurse first. That's, you know, where, where hospitals and contracts are very important, but you understand the, you understand supply and demand. Completely. And, and, and working towards making, that, doing everything we can for that supply side, for the nurse or the ther- therapist or the tech in the hospital, as easy and seamless as possible. And you know, they're doing they're doing the exact same thing that we are. Yep. So, okay. So n- all of that in check. Where is from from what you yeah. experienced there? Where are we where are we going? Where what's what's kind of the state of the industry as you saw it right now? Yeah, I think a, a year ago there was a lot of conversation at almost all of these events we were going to about this pending. Oh, sorry, about this pending recession that is just inevitably going to happen. Um, I think one of the things they touched on is that we're at the longest period of prosperity, economic prosperity in mm-hmm. the history of the United States. There's yeah. been somewhere around like 120 consecutive months of growth when it comes to the economic development. Mm-hmm. So how that impacts the hospitals. I mean, more money being spent means hospitals have more money to spend. What that mm-hmm. means is they have more money to bring in contract employees. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good indicator of, of what the future is going to hold for us. I think going out there, there's a lot of thoughts that there's going to be a market correction at some point. And we're not talking the, the downturn of 2009. Nothing as scary as that. Right. But a, a recession nonetheless. You know, A recession is basically defined as two back-to-back quarters of negative growth. Mm-hmm. And that could be point zero 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 one backed up by another point zero 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 one so it it, it could almost look like a leveling off Mm -hmm. but that is the actual definition of of a recession so i think the thought process is that it is coming i think a lot of people have been talking that it was inevitably going to hit in 2020 which is only a year away right but i think one of the big things sitting in that chair um i think it's Chase, the, the JP Chase or JP Morgan, the big bank basically. Mm, JP Morgan their, Chase. Their yeah. indicators show that it's got a, a, a more likely an 80% chance of hitting in 2021 now. Mm-hmm. So that's good. You know, I mean, if you're looking for the for the current time frame, leveraging future opportunities, and I'm sorry, current opportunities mm-hmm. over future opportunities, that, that's positive feedback. So, yeah. and, and I think the overall impression too is whatever correction is coming, 
is not going to be too terribly damning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's kind of one of the big positive takeaways I took is that, you know, what's coming is further down the road than maybe initially thought. Mm-hmm. And, and when it does hit, it's not going to be as bad. I, I think one of my takeaways it, uh, to piggyback along with that is, and, and we've learned a lot, and I've said this a lot in as, as Atlas has grown, it, you know, being in Omaha and having the experience of all the people that we have here, we've seen what not to do. Absolutely. Right. And I don't want I don't ever wish to speak negatively about anyone, but it's very easy to see, okay, that didn't work. We're not going to do that. Right. And if we insulate ourselves, we're going to have a much, much better chance of surviving. Yeah, I I think so. You know, a couple of the other things that came out of this is just the industry trend towards almost consolidation. Mm -hmm. Um, The top five largest companies are accounting for a larger percentage of the healthcare workforce than ever before. Right. Um, So, you know, you just got to kind of be mindful of that. And how Mm -hmm. are you going to separate? Are you going to partner? Are you going to compete? And and those are some of the stats we came home with to try Mm -hmm. and help make decisions for our company and our employees and our travelers' best interest going Mm -hmm. forward. Well, Uh, partner doesn't necessarily mean sell, right? I mean, partner partner does not mean sell for us. (laughs) No. Partner means, okay, I see you're doing something right yeah we can we can get on board with that and pay you a fee or you pay us a fee or whatever that case yeah, might or be. as a veteran-owned company i mean do we bring some value that maybe you don't independently have as a large company a lot of right. times they don't have access to certain programs that maybe a company like us could open a door to mm-hmm. so you know looking at things like that um beyond that we're in the state day and age of technology you know artificial intelligence mm-hmm. has started to work its way into our industry and just trying to get some some people's thought processes on how that is actually going to have a fallout or an impact, not necessarily a fallout, mm-hmm. but how that will impact um, the industry. And I think there's a lot of hands in the air uh, because the healthcare sector of staffing is actually a pretty small piece. Yep. There's a lot of big companies that have already been doing this for years and years, um, some very well, some not so well. And I think uh, the, the verdict is still out as to whether it is going to be able to get a firm foothold within the healthcare staffing world because again it is so people based right relationship based well i think that's the that's one of my bigger takeaways too from just the from the speakers that we saw there was as much as most of the breakout sessions were either about ai or about like culture mm-hmm. like the the bulk of them were about those two things really completely and how do how does one kind of jive with the other? I thought it was interesting that there was a fun contrast between those two. <laughs> that you know, AI is is, is artificial intelligence, right? Yeah. I mean, there is no person involved. It, you're talking to a computer, exactly. But then at the same time, you have companies that are going to watch a guy talk about, you know, how do you build a positive culture at your company or whatever. And if my first thought going into that one that we watched was, if you got to go to a if you're going to a breakout session about how do you build positive culture at your company, then you've probably already lost. Yeah, I ended up taking a lot away from that guy. He was awesome. That guy was great. <laughs> yeah, he was highly, highly entertaining. So. Yeah, I and it, we, we'll put the link to the guy in, in yeah. down in here. But. Well, and why that's important, you know, if we have a good culture in theory, that means we have happy employees. Happy employees work harder and mm-hmm. take better care of people. You know, right. So that's why the culture, maybe for somebody on the outside, why are we talking about our company culture? That would be the impact for people maybe who who are working for Atlas outside these walls. 
So, so that was it. Besides, uh, besides us uh, riding all over Austin in these little bird scooters. If I you, wish I'd have known about that before they were a thing and bought into that. I would. Me too. So if, if you're in a major city somewhere like like Austin or San Diego or they were in Phoenix too, I think. Do you need to insert a disclaimer here? I probably should. Like, so they have these scooters that work just like an Uber kind of, and there's an app on your phone, and you you walk up to these scooters, which are everywhere, by everywhere. the way. And, and and you you scan the you scan the little QR code, and then the scooter is live and they go like twenty miles an hour. They can go twenty miles an hour down the street. Yeah, they're not supposed to be on the sidewalks. Nope. Potholes are a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, ER visits are going up. Absolutely. But they are fun. But they are fun. So we had a lot of fun doing <laughs> that. If you ever have a chance to uh, experience that in a big city, I would definitely take advantage of that. So, but then the tacos we ate down there were pretty fantastic yeah, too. Again, I think I think Austin as a whole is a massively amazing city. And yep extremely appealing and i guess i don't know if it's self-claimed or proven to be but the fastest growing city in the united states right now i could see that i could see why it was pretty fantastic down there but you know all in all i think sia did a great job a lot of information Mm -hmm. was doled out over three days Um, a lot of it you know was was staffing specific not Mm -hmm. very healthcare specific but there was one segment where they jumped in and they do predict a four percent increase in 2019 in the healthcare staffing world Mm -hmm. Um, so that was some pretty solid data that gives us a lot of hope i think last year they were predicting three percent so they've had roughly a 33 percent predicted improvement of staffing growth this year i think that's paired up with the belief that that recession is pushing back a little bit so the indicators for the year are positive i think it's been four percent projected for or projected multiple years in a row Mm -hmm. now again that doesn't mean every company is going to grow at four percent that means the industry as a whole some companies are going to grow tremendous some companies are going to suffer and shrink Um, but i think again that just goes to the overall picture of the industry it's still strong the economy is still strong um so yeah so if you're thinking about traveling or you're doing it and thinking should i keep doing this I believe just for the future, and this is my last question, the future of this, of our industry, at least for the next couple of years, it is very positive. Very positive. Especially because, you know, as, as much as we are a company that tries to take advantage and, and get ahead of, of technology, mm-hmm. you know, maybe be early adopters per se, there are some big time technological advances that other companies are starting to work on. You know, yep. we might not have the budget to put into developing this stuff and testing it out and failing and just throwing money away but at some point somebody's going to find something that works and i'd like to think that we'll be in a position to mimic it Mm -hmm. so absolutely yeah you don't have to be the first you just have to be the best yeah and i i kind of based a lot of atlas on that so <laughs> so there you go well, well done all right steve thank you so much i uh i hope that someday we uh we get out on the road again maybe and and even maybe even austin you never know yeah you know I, there is going to be a follow-up to this there's a healthcare specific staffing mm-hmm. summit that we will attend in november so we'll be heading down to vegas for that so excellent all right well steve thank you so Good. much i really appreciate you being yeah. here with us today we'll see you next week <laughs>